You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind the scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. I know we all want an extra boost to our immunity right now. So I have teamed up with one of my favorite companies, Beekeepers Naturals, to offer you an amazing giveaway throughout the rest of this month. There are going to be three winners and each winner will receive one Bee Powered, which is the Hive Superfood Complex. I like to take that every single morning. It has royal jelly, propolis, bee pollen, and their raw enzymatic honey. This is great for boosting your brain, boosting your immunity, and of course, fueling your body. And you'll also receive four propolis throat sprays. I am straight up addicted to these and I go through them way too quickly. Propolis is the immune system of the hive and the stuff is so powerful. I do 10 to 15 sprays in the morning and afternoon usually and sometimes even more if I really want to boost my immunity, but these are incredibly important in my daily life and three of you guys are going to win that prize. It's really simple for you to enter. All you have to do is follow Beekeepers Naturals on Instagram. Their handle is beekeepers underscore naturals and follow Wellness Realness Podcast on Instagram and write an iTunes rating and review and screenshot that and email it to podcast at christinaricewellness.com. If you do all three of those things, then you are entered into this giveaway that will last throughout March. So again, follow Beekeepers Naturals and follow Wellness Realness Podcast on Instagram and send in a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review via email to podcast at christinaricewellness.com. And again, you have the potential to win one bee powered with four bee propolis throat sprays. I'm obsessed with these products. I'll announce the winners at the beginning of April. So you have the rest of the month, March, 2020. May the odds be ever in your favor. So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is psychology. And by psychology, I mean marketing. I don't care who you are. Marketing is an incredibly important skill. Understanding people is an important skill. And this shows up in all areas of your life. If you are good at marketing, you can make magic happen. In every single industry, marketing is necessary. But obviously, I think about this specifically in terms of my own business and also teaching marketing to my business clients. I know that there are a lot of online coaches out there, health and wellness coaches who have amazing knowledge. They can help people. And, you know, there's so many people out there who need help, but they don't know how to market themselves. They don't know how to get clients, land clients. How does this happen? And I feel like I see so many people, especially on social media, 
who are trying to build an online business using social media and simply getting nowhere because they don't have the right marketing skills. And it is crazy how simply changing your verbiage, your branding, your energy, your clarity, all these things can completely change your business and move you from a business where you're making no money to a business where you're making six figures. It's all in the strategy. And today I really wanted to talk about marketing in a really tangible way. And I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago as I walked to the store and saw some Girl Scouts selling cookies. I'm sure many of you have had that experience. Brought back memes. I was a Girl Scout back in the day and it just clicked. I thought, you know what? I'm going to use the Girl Scouts to help teach you guys how to be successful at marketing. Girl Scouts sell a shit ton of cookies. There's some magic going on there, right? How do they do it? How is it that these 10-year-old girls in little vests can sell more cookies and you might be online posting super great content or what you think is really great content. You have so much knowledge and you can't get a goddamn client. What is it about the Girl Scouts where people literally line up for the cookies? Everybody's so excited for every season. You can't help but buy these cookies. There's something magnetic about them. I can't even eat the cookies, right? I'm gluten intolerant. I can't even eat them. And sometimes I stop and I think, Maybe I should buy some just to support them. What is it about the Girl Scouts that makes them so good at marketing where they're making someone who doesn't even need their product want to buy it? I'm considering buying it, right? That is freaking magical. That is powerful. And there are a lot of parallels we can draw between marketing as a Girl Scout and marketing as an online health and wellness coach. We can learn a lot from the Girl Scouts. And I am talking about a successful Girl Scout because we all know there are some who the only people who buy are their parents. But I think this example is is so helpful in illustrating the things that you really need to focus on to be good at marketing your service or your product. So I'm going to help you draw some parallels here and we're going to cover 10 things, 10 things that we can learn from the Girl Scouts about marketing and how you can apply this to your coaching business. People always ask me what health and wellness products I cannot live without, and Beekeepers Naturals is always at the top of my list. If you really want to geek out over the health benefits of bee products, then make sure you listen to episode 206 with Carly Stein, the founder of Beekeepers Naturals, because she knows all the things. But if you're curious about the products that I use every single day, the number one thing that I recommend everyone get their hands on is a propolis throat spray. I use about 10 to 15 sprays of this morning and afternoon or more if I want extra immune support because propolis is the immune system of the hive. It has incredible germ fighting properties and has over 300 beneficial vitamins, minerals, and compounds. This is a must if you want to support your immune system and prevent any sicknesses or just help any sicknesses go away much more quickly. And if you're somebody who travels a lot, if you are a high stress individual, if you're an athlete, if you're around kids often, then this will be your holy grail product. I also like to start my day every morning with a bee-powered hive superfood complex. And this contains a medicinal dose of all the superfoods of the hive. So it has propolis for the immune support, royal jelly for the brain nourishing and skin beautifying effects, bee pollen for energy and a little bit of protein, and of course their signature raw enzymatic honey. It gives me a boost of energy, turns my brain on fire, and just starts my day off on the right foot. And if I need extra 
brain support, then I will take half a vial of the Beelixir Brain Fuel, which is a powerful nootropic formula that has natural compounds like royal jelly and ginkgo that help to enhance memory, performance, and cognition, and it's totally caffeine-free, so great for fighting brain fog without any jitters. And then I always end my day off with one of my favorite sleep hacks, which is a teaspoon or more of high-quality honey, and I usually like to go with their Bee Chill Hemp Honey, which is their signature honey mixed with a high-potency hemp oil, so you get the chilled-out effect from the hemp oil, plus the antioxidants from the honey, and you're replenishing your glycogen stores, which is one of my favorite sleep hacks. A teaspoon of honey can sometimes be the answer to getting a full night's sleep. So if you want to get your hands on some of Beekeepers Naturals amazing products, just go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash CRW and my code CRW will get you 15% off. Again, that's beekeepersnaturals.com, B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com slash CRW and that code CRW will get you 15% off of my favorite bee products. So number one, they have a great product, okay? This is incredibly important. You cannot deny that Girl Scout cookies are bomb.com. They are so addicting. Everybody has a favorite. We all know the different flavors. We all know what we love. We all know what we don't like. But the ones that you love are so good. I don't know what's in there. Definitely wheat, maybe some crack. I don't know, but they are delicious. And that's the thing. Girl Scouts wouldn't be able to sell their cookies if the cookies weren't delicious, right? And even if you don't like tagalongs, you like Thin Mints or Samoas, there's something for everyone. And they are damn good and they're addicting. And this is the most important thing, right? You have to have a good product. You have to be offering value. And so here's the thing with coaches. If you are not offering a solution, if you are not solving a problem for someone, if you're not selling a good product, which in this case would be a service, if you're not providing value, then it's not going to work. And this is why being a good coach is so important. This is why solving a problem is so important. If you're not providing value, you don't deserve to earn money, in my opinion. I'm just going to put that out there. And people can tell, you know, and so many people in the, in the coaching industry, people who are trying to build their business on Instagram, for example, they'll always ask me, how do I build my following? And don't worry about building following. I want you to worry about providing value for people. If you're creating good content, the right people will come. This is like the Girl Scouts trying to build a huge multi-billion dollar cookie business and the cookie tastes like shit. It just doesn't work. So that's the most important thing. Good product, quality service. You're solving a problem. You are providing value for someone. Please do not post just to post. Provide quality. It's about quality, not quantity. If you can be consistent with your quality, consistent with value, I promise you that's what brings people in at the end of the day. So that's number one, good product. In other words, provide value, solve a problem, provide a valuable service, give valuable information, valuable content, good content. That's the good quote product. That is the most important thing. The Girl Scout model would not work. They would not make so much money off cookies if the cookies didn't taste like total crack. They're freaking delicious. Moving on to number two. The Girl Scouts know their niche. They know their niche. They are selling cookies to a specific person. And sometimes this niche changes. 
So usually the, the good Girl Scout, she gets very clear on her ideal customer and she goes after them. She she knows them. So maybe she is at a college campus. Maybe she is in front of the grocery store. But they're not just out there saying, hey, we're selling food. No, I'm selling Girl Scout cookies. I'm selling Thin Mints. They are delicious. I'm selling Samoas. They're niching down and focusing on a specific person who wants to buy that cookie. And I remember this when I was a Girl Scout sitting at that table in front of Safeway. And as somebody would approach, I didn't go after just anyone. I knew who I was going after. I wasn't going after the kid or the young teenager who was walking inside. I wasn't going after the dad who looked a little bit frazzled and was definitely there to do mom shopping. I was going after a mom with the kids. I was going after older teenagers or young adults. People who looked hungry, I was going after people who looked like they like to eat a lot of cookies. Just putting that out there. And old people who would pity me and think I was cute and want to buy from me. That was my approach. And it worked. But my point is, they're selling cookies and they know their niche. If the Girl Scouts were sitting out there at the table and they're saying, we sell food or we sell desserts or we we satisfy your hunger. No one gives a shit. Okay, this is the equivalent of people on Instagram who are saying, I'm a holistic health coach. I'll help you feel and look your best. What does that mean? What what am I getting? What am I getting? Am I getting food or am I getting a Girl Scout cookie? Because I want a freaking Girl Scout cookie. This is why it's so important to be extremely clear about your niche and what result you're getting your client. What exactly are they getting? Even if the Girl Scouts were like, we're selling cookies, it's not just cookies, it's Girl Scout cookies. It's the Thin Mints, it's the Trefoils, it's the Tagalongs, it's the Dosey Dos. And that is what I want, right? That is what the customer wants. They want those cookies specifically. The same way your client on Instagram, when they're seeing that you are a nutritionist or a health coach or a trainer, awesome, that's great, but what am I getting out of it? What's my result? What specifically am I getting? It's incredibly important to be clear about your niche if you want to capture someone's attention and make them feel like you are talking to them specifically. If you are trying to talk to everyone, you are talking to no one. Niching down and getting very clear on your ideal audience is so, so very important. I remember the Girl Scouts, we would have little pep talks beforehand and talk about, okay, who are we going after? Whenever we would see somebody walking up through the door, we would always strategize and be like, oh, are you going to go after them? Nah. You're going to go after them? Oh, yeah. She's she's for sure going to buy. She's for sure going to buy. Oh, go after him, right? Strategize. You know who's going to buy one and who's not. So getting very specific with the niche is incredibly important. So, you know, 10-second Instagram audit. If on your Instagram profile you are saying, I'm a holistic nutritionist, I'm a health coach, I'm a trainer, I help you feel your best, I help you reach all of your wellness goals, you're not niche enough, you're not specific enough, and it's going to be really hard to attract in your ideal client. So that's number two. They know their niche. They're not selling food. They're not selling desserts. They're not even selling just cookies. They're selling Girl Scout cookies and they're going after people very specifically who want to eat Girl Scout cookies and who have the money to buy Girl Scout cookies. They know their ideal customer. This brings me to number three. You know what they're selling. They are so clear about it. They are screaming it. They are in your face. They are not afraid to sell. Girl Scouts are not hiding behind the wall of the grocery store 
saying, oh, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to get out there. I don't want people to think I'm just trying to sell them something. They're not hiding in their cars with their cookies, hoping that somebody will walk up to the door, to the window and say, hey, do you happen to have cookies in there? No way. You know what they're selling. They're out there. They're visible. They are very clear. They're in your face. They are not afraid to sell because they know they have a high quality product. They know people are ready to buy. They know the right customer is going to come straight up to them and be like, give me 12 boxes of Thin Mints. And they know that the wrong customer is just going to slide right by and who cares if they don't want to buy it. And I see this same issue with so many online coaches who are trying to sell on social media. They're trying to sell their services or their product on social media. And I don't even know what they're selling. If I don't know what the service or product is within the first 10 seconds of looking at your profile, you've already lost me. I'm on to the next person. It's insane to me how many people I actively look at. I feel like I know them well. They put up great content and I had no idea they were even selling anything. And then a year later, I'm like, oh, you see clients? Oh, you you have a program? I didn't even know that. If you are not talking about your offer, whatever that might be, are you seeing one-on clients? Do you have a group coaching program? Do you have an ebook or a membership? What do you have? If I do not know that, then this is a problem, right? And you have to tell the average person something at least six to eight times before they even hear it or process it. If you don't feel like you are the most annoying person in the world, you're not talking about what you're selling enough. So even if you're putting out super valuable content, you feel like you're clear on your niche, some people might go to your page and think you're simply a blogger. You're just sharing information. They don't even know you have a service. They don't even know you're selling an ebook. They don't even know you're selling a program. They don't know that you have an offer. So you need to give them that call to action. You need to be like, hey, here's my box of cookies right in your face every day telling you all the time, right? Like it's here. You can't, you can't ignore it. There's, there's no way that I can miss that a Girl Scout is selling a cookie. There's literally no way if I'm walking in her area. And the same thing should happen. If somebody is on your Instagram page, watches your stories, goes to your website, I should immediately know very, very clearly what your offer is and how I could work with you. So if you feel like, hey, I provide valuable content, I know my niche, I just don't know why people don't want to work with me. Like, I don't know why I'm not getting clients. I don't know why people aren't buying this, my program, my ebook. Is it clear to people what you're selling, what the offer is? If you put out an ebook and you've talked about it three times before, then I'm not surprised no one's buying it. People literally have to hear something 10 times before they even process it. For example, my hashtag no sugar, no problems ebooks. So the two times I launched those ebooks, that whole week before and after, literally every day on my stories, on my feed, uh, in email newsletters, all over the place, I'm talking about these ebooks and I'm thinking, and on Facebook, you know, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so annoying. And then after that happens, you know, I talk to people who I know follow me. I feel like follow me very closely. Close friends are like, oh, I had no idea you put an ebook. And I'm like, oh, okay, no one here heard me, right? Or even, you know, I've launched my my previous program, Paleo Women Lifestyle Program. I launched that quite a few times. And every single time, like every single day, I'm posting about it multiple times, feed stories, emails. It's all over the place in my, in my world, right? It's literally all I'm talking about, breathing about everything. And people still had no idea that it was running or even that I had a program. Some people still had no idea because we forget that, you know, we are so focused on our content and our business, but everybody else has a million other things going on in their lives. Their brains are in another space. They miss things just because they're busy and they're not paying attention to every single thing we're doing, but also because we have, you know, algorithms that can work against us and hide things from the feed. So you have to be 
really upfront about it and talk about it all the time. But also what comes up so often with my clients is this fear of selling, you know, this fear of talking about what they're offering, what is their offer, and they don't want to come across as salesy. And it's really just this fear, which is holding them back from even talking about it. And that translates into people don't even know what your offer is. They don't even know that you're seeing clients. They don't even know that you have a program. So that needs to be crystal clear. When I walk up to a store, if I see a Girl Scout, I know what she is selling. Let me tell you, very clear. Number four, the Girl Scouts go places where their ideal customer is going to be. They go to different grocery stores. They go to college campuses. They go to strategic street corners. They go to parks where families and children are playing. They're strategic. They want to be right in that customer's point of view. You're not going to miss them, right? So it's figuring out where is my ideal customer going to be? I'm going to go right in front of them. They can't miss me. The same thing should apply for those of you who are looking to find clients online in your online coaching business, go where your client is. If you are just putting out content and it can be so valuable, you're just putting out content and that's it. And you're just waiting for everybody to come running to you. You're not going to, to get all the clients. You're, you're just not, you're not going to sell all the things, right? You have to go to them too. So where are they hiding? What are they looking up? Where are they on the internet? This is the value of client research and figuring out what hashtags they're using, what websites they're reading, what they're watching. Where are they hanging out? Where are they going during the day? Are they going to yoga class? Are they going to the gym? Get to know where they're at, figure out where they're at and meet them there, right? And that can be in person. But if you're an online coach and you're trying to find clients online, that's also on the internet. Go find where they're at. And this also relates back to choosing your platform. So if you're posting everything on Facebook, is your client on Facebook? I mean, it depends on your demo. If they're older, maybe, but most people aren't on Facebook. Most people are on Instagram and TikTok right now. If your ideal client is spending all of her time on TikTok, maybe you should put most of your content on TikTok. It was like when Snapchat was big. When the ideal client was on Snapchat, put your stuff on Snapchat. But I think this relates to a common mistake I see people making, which is spending so much time on their website and so much time on their blog. and that's great. But is that where your client's hanging out? Probably not. They're probably on Instagram. So it's about going where the client is, going where the customer is, meeting them there. What hashtags are they looking up? What pages are they on all the time? What are they up to? What platform are they on? This is very, very important. And this leads into number five. The Girl Scouts engage with their audience. They are very engaging. They build relationships they help you customize your order, right? They talk to you. They help you figure out what cookie would be best for you. What flavors do you like? What do you not like? They are there to be of service, to help you find your ideal cookie. Very important work. But the thing is they engage with their audience. They talk to the audience. They say, hey, how are you doing? Do you want to come buy a cookie? What can I help you with? How can I help you? What do you like? Have you tried the cookies before? They engage. They're open. They're not hiding. They're not just putting the table out there, setting up the cookies and sitting there, not saying anything, right? They are engaging. And then helping you customize, helping you pick the right order for you. This is incredibly important. Are you putting out valuable content and then just sitting back and not engaging? Engagement is the most important part of this because engagement is how you build a relationship. You don't just create something. It can be the most amazing thing in the world 
and set it out there. I just hope people come come get it. People don't buy things because it's just there. People buy things because they have engaged with the person selling it usually. You know, they like the person selling it with online coaching, you know, there are so many people in the health and wellness space. There are so many different types of coaches, nutritionists, energy healers, health coaches, trainers, the list goes on. The market is saturated, but who cares? There's enough space for everybody. And there's something magical about you that's going to make somebody want to work with you specifically. The same way as a Girl Scout, I could have this scarcity mindset and limiting belief where I'm thinking there are so many other Girl Scouts in the USA no one's going to want to buy my cookies. Why would they want to buy it from me? No, 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 no. This is where you charm them up. You build a relationship. You get to know them. You make them like you as a person because now suddenly Aunt Nancy is always going to buy cookies for me and she is definitely not going to buy some random chick's cookies over there who's not engaging with her, who's not building a relationship with her. She wants to buy cookies for me because I'm her favorite, right? It's the same thing with social media, And I think people forget this because on social media, because you're not seeing that person in person, we see people almost as numbers without realizing it. But every like, every comment, that's a person. I know it just looks like a handle, but it's a real human. It's a real human. And if you were in real life and you had a sign up that said whatever your Instagram caption said, and someone came up to you and audibly stated whatever comment they left on that post, they were saying that to you in person, would you just not say anything? You just stand there, just like a wall, do nothing. No, you would freaking engage with them. You would start to build a relationship. You would get to know them. You would continue the conversation. It's the same thing on social media, right? So when someone leaves a comment on your post, comment back and ask an engaging question, right? Like continue the conversation. If somebody messages you, continue the conversation, ask a question, get to know them, get to know your audience. I have built such incredible relationships with the people who have followed me for so long, just because, I mean, it it wasn't just, oh, I'm putting out this information. I want you to buy what I'm selling. No, people buy from me. People work with me because they trust me because they know I'm here for them, whether or not they buy my product or service. They know that I'm going to provide valuable information. I try and build personal relationships with as many people who are in my audience as I physically can as a human. That's so important to me. And that's why I do this work. It's about the relationship. People are not going to work with you unless they feel that that personal pull with you, unless they feel that relationship. You know, there's 500 million people out there who could help you lose weight. There's 500 million people out there who could help you get rid of your bloating. But what is it about you that makes you special, right? It, and so much of that, it's what makes you special as a person, figuring out like what what is my secret sauce, right? Like what makes me freaking awesome, playing into that strength, but also just the magic of building a relationship with people because people just want to feel heard. They want to feel seen. They want to feel like, wow, this person creates space for me. This person just wants to be my friend. (laughs) This person doesn't just want to see me as another client, another customer. They want to see me as a real human and get to know me more. And that's the power of engagement. And I think, you know, this is the difference between Sarah, who's from Beachbody and slides into your DMs and is like, hey, do you want to buy my protein shake? And Jane, who you've messaged with back and forth, who has asked you questions about yourself, what you're going through, giving you some really helpful tips and is like, hey, you know, you've asked me this. I actually have some openings for one on one. 
clients. And if this is ever something you're interested in, I would love to have you as a client. You know, I really enjoy talking to you and, you know, this is available for you. If you feel like you ever want to work with me, I would love to help you with this problem. And suddenly that offer doesn't feel like some sleazy person being like, I just want you to buy from me. That person is like, hey, I actually really care about you. You know this because I have created a relationship with you and I would love to help you and, you know, offer this service. And on your end, you're like, oh, yeah, like, I love you. You're amazing. Like, I actually have a relationship with you. I trust you. And that's why I want to work with you. Trust with our clients is so incredibly important. And this begins far before they actually sign up to work with us. People get nervous to help on a sales call or to sell. And it's like, if you've done the work properly, if you've built the relationship, you shouldn't have to worry at all. It's just like talking to a friend, right? If you are talking to your friend and you're like, do you want to hang out on Friday night? Are you super nervous? You're like, they might reject me. I don't know. Like, man, you know, this is stressful. I'm scared to ask them. I don't want to feel like I'm annoying. Like I want to hang out with them. No, when you're talking to your friend, you're like, hey, you want to hang out on Friday night? Right. And if they, you don't worry about it because they're probably going to say yes, because you've built a relationship, you know, you like each other. If they say no, you're not going to take it personally because you know, it's just like not the right time, but you've built that relationship. And that's, that's, that's the juice, guys. That's the secret sauce. Building the relationships. And to build a relationship, you have to be engaging with your audience. So you cannot just put something out there and then run away and never (laughs) engage with your community. You know, this is the power of Instagram stories and why I freaking love Instagram stories and why stories change the game, change the game. I'm super grateful for Instagram stories and IG Live. IGTV because I can hop on there and just, I'm myself, right? I just, you know, put my phone up to my face. I'm wearing my same sweatshirt that I wear every day. And I just talk to you because you guys are my friends and you get to see the way I communicate. You get to see my face and who I am as a person. You get to know me. People who want to work with me are not people who just found me yesterday and are like, oh, she seems cool. No, most people have been following me for at least a couple of weeks, if not a couple of months, if not a couple of years. And they watch my stories every day. They watch my videos. They listen to my podcast every week. They really know me. And I mean, if you follow my content, you know me. You know me probably a lot better than people who think they know me in real life because I just show up as my authentic self. I engage with you as much as I can. I listen to your concerns. I try and create content that will really help you. And it really just comes from a place of service and a place of love. And because I freaking love you guys and that's the power of engagement. That's the power of building relationships. I'm sure most of you listening, I mean, unless this is your first time listening to the podcast, you're probably, you probably feel like you have a relationship with me. You probably feel like we're friends. And like in my, in my head, I feel like you're my friend too, even if we haven't even met. There are so many of you who I feel like I know, I know so well, but I've never even met you. And that's fine, right? Like that's why this is so cool. This is, why this is so amazing. You can build a community. You can build relationships through media. We can reach anyone in the world. And there's so much power in that, especially as an online coach, because you just have this sea of people, this sea of incredible people where you can only take your ideal client, right? You can build relationships with your ideal client, meet awesome people along the way, right? Your ideal client, if they're your ideal client, really, they're going to be amazing because you're going to be obsessed with them and just good things all around. But my point is the engagement is incredibly important. If I didn't interact with my audience, I wouldn't build any of those relationships. I wouldn't establish trust and I wouldn't have people who want to come to my events or work with me 
one-on-one or join my group program or buy my products or join my membership. The people who want to buy from me trust me because they know me. They've seen me every single day. You can't fake authenticity. You just can't. You can't fake relationships. You can't. And that's also why, you know, fake engagement, (laughs) fake engagement is a thing. People who are just commenting, yummy, delish, cool. You can tell when someone's commenting just to comment, just to catch your attention versus when they're trying to build a relationship. And even sometimes people leave comments like that when you can just tell it's because they're trying to support you. They just want to say something. And there's just a different energy behind that than someone who you feel like is just sliding over to get something out of you. There's just a different energy. And this is why the energetics is so important. Like people can tell. They can sniff it out when you are faking it. So focus on quality relationships. Focus on engaging with your audience. Quality relationships. It's not about how many followers you have. It's about how many relationships can you build. And to, to build those relationships, you have to engage with your audience. This is related to number six. Wearing blue light blocking glasses is one of the easiest biohacks you can introduce into your life to support your sleep, to balance out your hormones, to improve your mood, and to improve your energy levels. And that's why I really want to share with you my favorite blue blocker company, Blue Blocks. I've tried so many different types of blue light blocking glasses over the years and these by far give the best results because they are 100% backed by the science. Orange lenses are only blocking a part of the blue and green light spectrum that disrupts our circadian rhythm, which in turn causes health issues. But Blue Blocks has red lenses, their Sleep Plus red lens, that are tested to make sure they're blocking that full spectrum so that you get better sleep, deeper sleep, less anxiety, and ultimate relaxation. I like to wear my Sleep Plus red lens with the Parker frame as soon as the sun goes down. And then during the day, I wear the blue light clear lens, which is a blue light filtering lens for the daytime, best for people who work in more natural lighting. But if you work in more artificial lighting or you struggle with seasonal depression, I would recommend the Summer Glow yellow lens. These daytime glasses will help reduce migraines, headaches, macular degeneration, and digital eye strain, which is super important if you're on a screen all day. Like me, I notice that my head hurts, I feel foggy, I get moody, I'm just really cranky if I don't wear my blue light clear lens. They have about 20 different frames to pick from, so you'll definitely find something that you like. I get compliments on these glasses all the time, and you can also send in your own frames or use their custom-made prescription service if you'd like something a little bit more customized. And if you really want to amp up your sleep game, check out their Remedy Sleep Mask, which is a 100% light-blocking sleep mask. This has changed the game for me. And for every pair of glasses they sell, Blue Box will donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who gifts them to someone in need. So if you want to get your hands on the best blue light blockers on the market, just go to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S will get you 15% off. When you use these every day, trust me, you'll notice a huge improvement in your productivity, your mood, your energy, and of course, your sleep. Number six is Girl Scouts make you feel some type of way, okay? They make you feel something. For some people, it might be nostalgia. Maybe you were a Girl Scout and you walk by, this is me, and you think, oh, I remember what it felt like to be a Girl Scout. I want to buy a Girl Scout cookie. Or maybe you weren't a Girl Scout, but you have fond memories of eating your Girl Scout cookies growing up, or you just have memories in general of 
eating Girl Scout cookies and it's associated with something fun and family or friends. It brings up a memory for you and you feel nostalgic and you want to get some more Girl Scout cookies because you associate it with good times, good feelings, all the good feels. Or maybe they make you feel some type of way like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. They're so cute, right? I know I'm way more likely to buy Girl Scout cookies from Girl Scouts that I feel like just look really cute. I'm going to be totally honest. The younger ones, I'm just much more likely to buy from because I'm like, they're so adorable. They're putting themselves out there, right? I remember what that was like. They're just, they're so cute. And I want to support them because I like them. And I just want them to know that they can, they can achieve their dreams and anything is possible. And they're just making me feel something, right? They could say whatever to sell, but it's about how they're making me feel that really makes me feel compelled to go buy. And this is an incredibly important thing about marketing. People don't always remember what you say, but they remember how you made them feel. If I have a conversation with a Girl Scout outside of the grocery store, and then I go inside and I'm shopping, I don't remember the exact conversation. She probably didn't say anything significant, but she probably made me feel some way, right? Maybe I just felt like she's so cute. She's adorable. She's such a hard worker. She's so young. I remember what that felt like. And then I want to go back outside and buy some on my way out. But the Girl Scout that doesn't make me feel anything where I'm just like, okay, this is whatever. I'm probably not going to feel compelled to go out and buy from her. Or if I don't have any positive memories associated with Girl Scouts, it wasn't, you know, a part of my childhood or I never ate the cookies and really loved them. I probably won't feel any type of nostalgia towards that and I'm less likely to go buy. And it's the same thing with when you're marketing to your ideal client, You want to make them feel something. When I'm talking to my ideal client, the most important thing is that I make her feel seen. I make her feel heard. I make her feel empowered. And she tells me that. She says, you make me feel understood. You make me feel like I can do this. You make me feel like I believe in myself. You make me feel supported. I feel like I can trust you. Those feelings are more important than her hearing the actual words that I say. She is always going to remember the way she felt working with me or the way she felt when I put out a post that just tugged at her heart. My most downloaded podcast episode is a podcast episode I recorded a couple years ago called something like How Western Medicine Failed Me and I don't even remember what else, <laughs> but I recorded that late at night. I put, I just word vomited everything I was feeling, what I was going through, what I had been through, my health journey. And it was so raw and vulnerable and real. I haven't listened back to it, but that episode like went down in history on my podcast. It's the most downloaded episode. And so many people tell me they've listened to that episode multiple times that when they heard it, they were crying. They were on the floor bawling. They've never felt so understood. Like somebody else out there has experienced the same thing that I'm experiencing. Or even if you don't have the exact same story, you can just relate. You can just relate to my emotion. And that builds trust with people. That's what they remember. Most people listen to that episode. It's like two hours long. No one's going to remember all the details of what I said. I don't remember the details of what I said, but that doesn't matter. None of us really need to remember every little thing. But what we all remember is how we felt. I remember how I felt when I went through that. I remember how I felt when I recorded that podcast. I remember how I felt and how I feel every time someone reaches out to me about it and people who listen to it they remember how they feel listening to it. They they will always remember that. 
And that's just one example, but this comes up with so many posts I create, so many blog posts. It's about how you make people feel. The way you make an impact on someone's life is by making them feel something that they're going to remember, something that makes them feel understood, empowered, supported, like they are not alone in this world. As humans, we all just want to feel loved. We all just want to feel understood. We all just want to feel like we have a place. We want to feel like we're not in it alone. And that is what you can provide your client and really how you should be making him or her feel. And if you consistently make her feel good, you consistently make her feel supported, empowered, hopeful, then she is going to want to work with you. Someone can have all the knowledge in the world. They can be the smartest person in the world, have all of the answers, but if they make me feel like a piece of shit, I don't really want to talk to them. It comes back to energy and also comes back to who is your ideal client, right? I mean, I don't make everybody feel good. Some people do not like the way I deliver information and that's totally okay. They're not my ideal client. We probably wouldn't work that well together. There's somebody else out there who delivers information in a way that really resonates with them and makes them feel good. And then there are so many of you who tune in every single week, who look forward to this, who tell me that I make you laugh, I make you smile, I make you cry in the best way possible. And you guys are my tribe. You are my community. You are what makes this community amazing. And I know in my own life, you know, I've worked with so many different types of practitioners, mentors, even just in friendships. And I remember people, I remember conversations by how I felt. I don't remember all the details of what people said. Think back on some of the most impactful moments of your life or some of the most important relationships in your life or even people who you enjoy following on social media, who whose content you enjoy reading. You could probably get that information somewhere else, but I bet that a big reason why you return to that person is because they make you feel some kind of way, right? People want to feel good. People want to feel better. People want to feel hope and they should, they should feel that way. And that's really important in marketing. I think people get super caught up in saying all the facts, saying things correctly. And there is an art to great copywriting and strategy. But at the end of the day, if you can make someone feel empowered, supported, loved, understood, hopeful, just make them feel good, make them feel happier, make them feel better than before they interacted with you, that is the most important thing for attracting your ideal client and building a really solid relationship where the foundation is trust. Emotions are everything. So with your content, make people feel something. If all of your content is just a ton of facts and there's no emotion behind it, there's no vulnerability, you're not making people really feel something, they might want to go work with somebody else who makes them feel the way they want to feel. They might not remember you as much as somebody who makes them feel really strong feelings. It's not about being perfect with what you say, what you write. It's not about being perfect with your content. It's not about being perfect and knowing all the things. You don't have to know all the things, but can you make an impact on somebody by making them feel an emotion that they will remember, an emotion that they want to feel? And I think that's a big part of the magic of the Girl Scouts. The the cookies in the Girl Scouts themselves, they make you feel something, whether it be pity, (laughs) nostalgia, respect, hope, Even if I don't want the actual product, if they're making me feel some way that makes me just want to support them, I'll probably still buy the cookies. People want to support people who make them feel good. So remember that. Number seven, they make it very easy for the customer to buy. They're right there. You can give them the money. 
you get the cookies right there. Or even if they don't have the cookies on them, I remember I would walk around with this order form. All you have to do is check off what you want and, you know, uh, write me a check or give me the credit card number and we're good to go right there, right then and there. I'm ready to go. They make it super easy for the customer to purchase. If your services are difficult to find or understand, if it's difficult to reach out to you, if you are putting in your bio, email me to learn about my services. It's too many steps. People are too lazy. People want one click. They just, they want it straight there, right? Point to the button, message me right here. All they have to do is click that button to message you. Hey, you want my free download? Just click the link in my bio. All they should have to do is click that link in the bio and they will go straight there. If you make things too many steps, people lose interest. It needs to be just handed to them on a silver platter. People have a million things going on. It's easy for people to get confused or lost. It's actually kind of shocking how how easily people get deterred. If you have too many steps or you're not clear, you're not making it so, so easy for them to do X, Y, Z. If you write a blog post and you want people to go to it and you say, just click the link in my bio and it's linked directly to the blog post, you'll get way more hits than if it's, oh, go on my website and check it out. And they have to go to the website, find the post. People who are really dedicated might do that, but most people aren't going to take that many steps because most people are busy. Most people are just busy. And so you just want to make it as easy as possible for that person to purchase. And also anytime you're pitching someone, selling something to someone, they should be able to purchase right then and there. Super easy. Great. Just give me your credit card number. We're good to go. It's all lined up. You don't have to do any extra work. Even with getting people to fill out forms, signing things, make things as easy as possible for the client. You need to remove barriers to entry, set things up for people. You know, it's it's so much easier for someone to just message you and then you send them something right there on Instagram than it is to move it over to email. If you have an offer, put it right there as the link in your bio. Whatever you're focusing on selling, that should be the direct link. A lot of people won't go find it if they have to go search on your website for something. Or I will see people advertise their posts and they type out the URL in their their feed post literally nobody is going to type out that whole thing and put it into a safari browser i am somebody who is incredibly dedicated i will take as many steps as possible to get information i want or work with somebody i want to work with and so i always know if i think something's too many steps then it is really too many steps and whenever i see a link written out like that this is where using a bit.ly link is really helpful if you want to shorten a link people are way more likely to do something like that but If you're trying to get somebody to go to a link, put it in your bio, or if you can't, turn it into a shortened link so that it's super easy for someone to type out, super easy for them to remember. And even just in terms of what your offer is, what you're selling, how to get in touch with you, how to learn more about you, make everything easy for the person. And this comes back to clarity of what you're selling, who you work with, what result you can offer them. You just want everything to feel super easy for the customer. Next, number eight. Girl Scouts are magical because they have a strong brand. There are a lot of cookies at the grocery store, but there is something about Girl Scout cookies specifically. You want that brand. They have built a brand. And of course, with the brand, you know, there's the branding as we think about it traditionally with colors, font, their uniforms. The boxes are branded all nicely. It was a big deal when they rebranded. They have a strong brand. Everybody knows when they see Girl Scout cookies, everybody knows when they see a Girl Scout, you know what their uniform looks like. If I am walking up to 
a store and they don't even have their little table set up yet, I know they're going to sell Girl Scout cookies because I can see their uniforms. There is clear branding happening. When your branding is strong, people know you for something specific and that is memorable. People like to be able to type people and put them into categories. It's just much easier for them to process who you are. So if people can sort of type you or categorize you according to your brand, they have, you know, certain colors, a font, a vibe, they they should be able to know when they see a post on your feed without even looking at the name or the caption, oh, I know that's Karen's. Oh, I know that's Christina's. Sometimes I play this game on my Instagram feed where I'll just scroll and I don't look at any of the words and I can immediately tell who posted something because it's their branding. It's their style. It's consistency with colors, with the way you write, the way you take your photos. And it's easy to be on brand if you are just always authentically yourself, just consistently be authentic and it usually works out. But there is a lot of power in having a very clear brand, having a clear logo that is very much you and people can feel energetically, you know, that is so Christina, like that, that makes sense. That's her brand. If your verbiage, your messaging is so true to you, then that makes sense to them. You just want them to feel like it makes sense. And it makes you so much more memorable when your branding is on point. And this is what I really want you to remember. When it comes to what makes a brand a brand, it's not just about the fonts and the colors and the way things look, but what makes a brand a brand is what people say about your brand. The Girl Scouts have a rep. That's their brand. That's the real brand. Girl Scout cookies have a reputation. Girl Scouts themselves have a reputation. It's a good reputation, right? Like we know things about the brand. We know things about the Girl Scouts themselves. We just, we talk about it. We know about it, right? And good brand, people talk about that brand. It's what people say about you that makes a brand. People are always saying, oh, Girl Scout cookies are so good. Oh, those Girl Scouts, they're so cute. They have strong branding because people are talking about them and saying good things. And if you have a strong brand, people are going to be talking about you and saying good things about you. So the true measure of a brand is, are people talking about you and are people excited about you, saying good things about you? That is the power of a brand. People know me for being no bullshit, for being very real, for being a little raunchy, for being a little weird, for being woo-woo, but also being obsessed with finding answers and information. The rep is the real brand. Let's move to number nine, the ninth thing we can learn about marketing from the Girl Scouts. The power of the Girl Scouts is that they have a limited time offer. They create urgency. They create demand. And when they have that limited time offer, they are just omnipresent. You know when it's Girl Scout season, right? You know when things are happening. You know when the cookies are on sale. People are always saying, you know, when are Girl Scout cookies going on sale again? They're all excited for the season, And suddenly they're on sale and everybody needs a million boxes because it's a limited time offer and you want to get enough for the rest of the year. And at the same time, suddenly everywhere you go, the Girl Scouts are there. I'm at the bank. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at a college campus. I'm at the park. They're literally everywhere. So even if I didn't buy it the first time, by about the 12th time I walked by them, I'm like, God damn it. I got to buy some cookies. I almost always buy cookies and I just give them to someone because I just feel like, okay, they're everywhere. I can't escape them. You know, they're cute. I feel nostalgic and they're only here for a limited time. Some weird psychology shit that happens there, but there's something really magical about creating this limited time offer, this urgency, this demand, opening and closing enrollment for something. I only have four spaces open for one-on-one clients right now. 
I only open up this program twice a year. Don't miss out. You're going to have FOMO. And I'm also everywhere. So you can't forget there's a limited time offer, right? I'm on my stories. I'm on IG Live, IGTV, obviously on the feed. I'm sending out emails. I'm everywhere. You're seeing it everywhere. You're seeing it on Facebook. You're seeing it on Instagram. I'm on my podcast. It's like this feeling of omnipresence. I mean, that's part of the magic, you guys. When I want you to hear about something, I got to put it everywhere so you can't forget about it because I know you got to hear it 10 times before you really, really process it. And whenever you're trying to sign clients or sell a program or sell an ebook, how can you create urgency and demand around it? People want something when they feel like it's a limited time offer. When we feel like it's available to us all the time, we think, ah, I could buy it later. I'll deal with it later. I'll do that later. Too much right now. Now is not a good time. That can always be someone's excuse. In some ways, there's never a good time. In other ways, there's always a good time. It's always a good time, right? It's always a good time to invest in your health. Hell yeah, it is. I want you to make sure you create urgency and demand around your offer. Is this a limited time webinar? You have to be on the webinar right now to hear it. Is your program only open for enrollment right now? Are you offering a promo that's only available for this week only? And after that, it's never going to come back. You're never going to get a $200 discount on this. I'm offering free calls right now only, these two weeks only. You better take advantage of it before it's too late. Now suddenly people are realizing, oh my God, this is limited time. I need to make a decision. And then they think, okay, I don't want to regret this later. I don't want to regret this later. I'm worried that I'm going to regret it. Okay, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it now. You need to create urgency around whatever your offer is. You need to make it feel like there is demand and limited supply, limited time offer, limited time promotion. And that is what gives people the push they need to really invest. If Girl Scout cookies were available all year long, then I do not think their sales would be as good. I'm very certain of that. I'm pretty sure Girl Scout cookies are available at some stores. I don't know if that's still a thing. I know for a while they're available in stores and they were not selling because people are like, oh, I can get it anytime. I don't need it now. It's like what's happening right now with coronavirus. People feel like I'm my toilet paper. It's limited time for me to get it. Now, suddenly you're buying 80 rolls of toilet paper. It's literally just because they feel like there's urgency and it's a limited time offer. People are going insane getting toilet paper. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, okay, let's stay on topic. Back to the Girl Scouts. In sum, it's all about creating urgency, limited time offers, and promotions. And lastly, number 10 is the community. Community is so incredibly important. Everybody wants to be a part of a community. We all want to feel like we're part of something greater and like we're in a community of people who understand us. We all want to feel like insiders. And the Girl Scouts have built a community. They've built a Girl Scout community and also this community of people who buy Girl Scout cookies. And a lot of us on a deeper psychological level feel like, oh, if I buy Girl Scout cookies, I'm like in the Girl Scout club you know, or even just buying Girl Scout cookies. Sometimes people just buy because their friends are all buying and they want to kind of be in that community. It's this community vibe. And the Girl Scouts themselves sell so well because they have a community. They have a community of other troops who are out on the same mission. They have this community within their troop. And there's something about that community that just inspires them, motivates them, makes them feel supported, makes them feel like they're a part of something greater and makes them good at selling because Sometimes when you're out there on your own, you feel like, okay, I can't do this. I need someone to pep talk me. I need maybe someone to motivate me. Maybe I need someone to compete with to, you know, kick me in the butt a little bit. The community is so incredibly important for helping you feel supported and like you're not in this alone. And that gives you confidence and motivation. 
And when outsiders feel like there is a community that makes them want to be a part of it, they want that community vibe. And so they'll do whatever they can to be to be in there, right? They want to be an insider too. They're like, wow, those Girl Scouts, they really, they're tight. They're close. All right, I'm into that vibe. How can I, how can I get in on that? You know, I'll buy some cookies. I'll support you. And that is one of the most powerful things that you can create as an online coach with your clients, creating that feeling of community. Do you have an area where they can all interact with each other on your Instagram page? Does it feel like a community there? How are you roping everybody in and like allowing them to interact and making them feel that sense of community? That's what makes people want to stay. And if you are a coach, do you have a a sense of community? Do you have a community of people you feel like you can lean on, of people who get you, who understand you? This is a game changer. Some people have everything in place, but they don't have a community of like-minded people who are kind of on a similar mission, who are there to bounce ideas off of and just support them. And as soon as they get that community, they up-level 20 steps. Frequency raises. Community is magical. It's amazing. And in this life, Most of us just, we really want to feel community. We want to feel loved and supported. And if you're trying to attract in your ideal client, they want to be a part of a good community, right? So if you can cultivate that, they'll really want to be a part of your community. And you as a coach will be a better coach and will grow a bigger business, a better business if you have a community of people that you can rely on. So those are the 10 lessons I think we can learn from the Girl Scouts about marketing. And I hope that these parallels help you in your own coaching business. I love thinking of creative ways to teach marketing skills to people. Marketing is so much fun. It's psychology. And this is useful for everyone on some level. But if you're an online coach and you're feeling stuck in your business, then make sure you implement all of these strategies I just explained. The Girl Scouts might be young, but they know how to market. You got to give them that. So obviously I dive into all things marketing strategy, using social media, being a good coach energetics when I'm working with the women in my group business coaching program. And I am currently enrolling for the next round. If you are a health and wellness coach and you want to use social media to grow your online coaching business, have uncapped income, learn how to grow and scale so that you can create a six-figure coaching business, then I would love to learn more about you, where you're at, where your goals are, and we can see if you would be a good fit for this next round. I'm looking for ambitious women who are purpose-driven, they want to build a business in alignment, they're ready to up-level, and just vibe higher. So if you want the strategy, the energetics, the personal development, the content creation information, all of the hacks, you want to build a network and have an incredible community of like-minded women to support you in your business goals, then reach out to me. I would love to set up a call with you to learn more about you and see if it's the right fit. Message me on Instagram or shoot me an email at christina at christinaricewellness.com doesn't matter where you're at in your business. If you are purpose-driven, you have soul, you want to learn how to build a business, how to be a better coach, how to integrate the proper energetics and manifestation practices so that your ideal client is just popping into your messages. If you really want a business of flow, then definitely reach out to me and we can chat about if it is the right fit for you to join this next round. There are limited spaces available. So shoot me a message if you want to chat about if this is the right fit. 
That is it for today's episode. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, make sure you take a screenshot, share it on social media, tag me, tag Wellness Realness Podcast. Let me know what you thought. And if you want behind the scenes of the podcast, make sure you follow the super secret Instagram page, Wellness Realness Crew. If you want access to that, all you have to do is DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to that account, Wellness Realness Crew. Request to join. And when I get that screenshot in the DMs, I will grant you access and you can see all the behind the scenes, all the videos of myself, my daily life. It's quite interesting. And I mean, I just love a good behind the scenes account. Don't you think? Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next time. Bye.